yo, yo. How's it going, Andy? What's up? <laughs> Bonus episode. Bonus. We, uh, we recently talked about heat pump water heaters, and we got some messages on them um, yeah. over on in the DMs on Instagram. So just as a reminder, anybody, if you want to get in touch with us, you can look in your, um, like, for instance, in your Apple or Spotify podcast app, there's right in the description of the show, there's little links right directly to our uh, DM over on Instagram. But you can hit us up over on Instagram. I'm at, at Mechanical Hub. Andy is at Mick, M-I-C-K underscore Plum, P-L-U-M-B. And uh, you can send us any kind of message or feedback or anything about the, the uh, show. Start that out with... Um, uh, MTGA. MTGA. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Boy, I tell you. I'm here for you. I'm here Dang, for you. I appreciate it. You're here for me. Uh, so anyway, back, back to it. So we talked about heat pumps recently. We got some messages about it. And it got brought up in conversations between you and I about ducting these things out. And so let's get into that. We don't usually talk about like install work or technical stuff on the job. It's not really been the theme of the podcast, but let's go that direction for this one a little bit. Yeah. I have, a. am just going to make a statement to start it out. Yep. So I live in a cold climate. The, our water heaters are not sitting outside there. You know, we mm-hmm. have basements uh, for, um, on on kind of the normal year, we're six to seven months heating season. Consider right. that. Think I mean that's that's significant right there, right? Um, and we see a lot of gas, tons sure. and tons of gas. Like the majority of appliances and homes in my area are gas, and they have been uh, will be for a long time. Right. Um, that the gas doesn't come into this venting, but the the whole idea of a heat pump does. So you have to have a minimum cubic foot capacity of the space that they're in in order for these things to operate properly right right i mean i you think most people listening are going to understand that right yeah yeah exactly i think i think the the place where people get into trouble is when they you know come in and they're like oh we've got this 50 electric or 65 gallon electric and it's in this closet at the end of the hall yeah yeah. You know, on the two story, you know, and you're, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. You know, so you walk in there and right smack in the middle of the house is this closet and it's got a 65 gallon water heater. in it. <laughs> well, I see, I don't see those a ton. I see, I guess it's not, uh, they're not unheard of. Um, right. Even on our like standard, you know, like four, eight plex kind of townhome buildings. You know what I mean? Even yeah. on those, we see a lot of atmospheric vent gas water heaters. Yeah. Believe it or not. In a closet, of course, like you're saying. Yep. Um, plenty of electric in those situations too. Smaller, going to probably be 50 gallon. Uh, yep. and I say smaller because we see a lot of very large, uh, electric storage water heaters. When it comes to electric, we see them 80, 110, 105, stuff like that. Right. Because we have like those off peak programs where the heat at night at a discount. Yeah. Okay. So my statement, I didn't make it. <laughs> it's my opinion <laughs> And this is based off of where I work and a couple different things, uh, some experience. I think these things have to be ducted to the outside because they have these uh, these uh, exhaust ducts so that the cold air that they're putting out, should I personally believe that they should be ducted to the outside. That's my opinion. Right. I'm going to stick by it unless you can convince me otherwise. I... I would agree in, in most common residential applications, you're going to want that 
you're not going to want that thing in the in the or taking room air, cooling it, and ret- ret- returning basically cooler room air. It in some cases that we as we talked about in the in the last episode where we talked about heat pump water heaters, you end up with areas that are just too cold. Yeah, you know, especially in the winter. Uh, if you if you don't have, you know, a, a good source of heat there, then then you're going to have that. The only place that I've I have one heat pump water heater in a commercial application. Yeah. And it works phenomenally well on the basis that it's in an elevator room. There's a mechanical room with an elevator machine in it that's and always tons of heat. 80 degrees. Yeah. And that heat pump water heater is just in there living life, you know, and, and it cools the room a little bit. It doesn't even hardly put a dent in it. But if you had an application like that, if you had a big, um, you know, hydronic heat manifold or man or yeah, mechanical room, room or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it sure it makes sense, but yeah, I get that. Well, I'm, I'm thinking though, that like you said, uh, the standard residential yeah. application, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not ducting it or even considering ducting it. If it's a big unfinished basement and sure. I don't see that thing getting finished anytime soon. I'm not talking about like a modern new house that just doesn't have a finished basement yet. I'm looking at right. Like the one I was in just last a couple of weeks ago with that that big uh, CU three A job, yeah, um, you know, hundred and twenty hundred year old, hundred plus year old farmhouse, right? Basement is not getting finished. I promise you that. <laughs> no, it's I mean, the feet. ceilings are six and <laughs> right. six foot eight or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not finishing that. It's a little leaky. It's probably it's a little cooler in the summertime down there already because it's got like a stone and block foundation that soft block stuff yeah and then it certainly isn't sealed up you right. know so there's some some infiltration there right maybe you don't duct it there maybe there's a benefit too maybe the people are like well heck i'm gonna sleep down here when it's 95 degrees outside because it's yeah. so nice and cool i just gotta listen cool to this and dry. On, you know right right yeah yeah, I, you know, we've, it, I think the majority of them that we're looking at, that we've looked at in the last year, I've absolutely said, we're going to duck this out. Here's the duct kit. I'm including it in the price. Um, we're going to route the the duct work out. You know, we can pull room air, but we still have to have your makeup air. I think you were talking about it before we started recording, your snorkel kit um, yep. or your snorkel intake. Um, you're going to have to have some sort of makeup air if you duck the thing out. Uh, well, unless we the see house those, is leaky. Yeah, those, the, sorry, but, go ahead. I was just saying, unless the house is leaky, old windows, something like that. But Well, you can't rely on that. I mean, we we are required to an obligation to account for makeup air when we put in like a range hood. Yeah. Um, when we put in exhaust fans, it has to be considered, you know, we have to consider makeup air. Yeah. So because you don't want to pull a negative on the house. So even in these old leaky houses, um. You know, we are, we, we can't take into account like, well, this house leaks, you know, nobody's doing a manometer test on this old house and be like, well, there's enough makeup air just through all the right. windows, you know? Right. right. So, <laughs> you know, no blower doors happening just to put in a fart fan. So like in, in, it's not theory at all. It's just by practice and by, you know, code, re- you know, dictation, we do have to consider makeup air. So if we're exhausting on these water heaters, that has to be, I would imagine that we have to consider that just the same, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. literally just an exhaust fan. It's not, or I guess, yeah, I mean, 
you're not physically adding a fan it's part of the water heater but yeah yeah so it shouldn't be another permit item but but yeah i mean i think the that if you haven't done a, a heat pump water heater where it's ducted, something that you got to keep in mind. You, uh, you, I know at least on the the Aerotherm on the Bradford White, you've got to order the duct kit for it, right? So yeah. it's not it's not a big deal, and I don't even think it's that expensive. But it's like a, a hood that connects on the outlet, and then there's also a hood to connect the inlet. And the the last one that we did that I feel like works fairly well. Um, we pulled air out of a unfinished basement and we discharged air either back into the same unfinished basement or we discharged air into the uh, kitchen area, uh, which was directly above it. So house has an AC uh, or it doesn't didn't have AC at the time. And we thought, well, let's just let it push that cool air up into the into the kitchen area. So you just got like a floor register in and put a boot in there or what? We actually had uh, access to put in, um, I don't remember what we did, like a 10-inch oval, like sure. a 10 by 4 oval that came up in the wall. And then we had a, a wall boot uh, made for it. And, it, and it, you know, it's all low velocity. I don't remember what it is, 175 CFM or something like that, 150 CFM. It's okay. it's, it's pretty low low volume. But um, it's it, you got the thing to remember is you have to connect it with eight inch so it's eight inch round duct it's not not it's anything not small. small no no and they they recommend not doing it in flex um no you should be rigid it should duct be rigid duct this, yep. yep and you know and ideally that discharge line if you're going to be using it and you're going to be running it with a really cool inlet temperature you know if you're let's say you're down in the 50s and you wouldn't be a bad idea if it's going to be somewhere where condensation is going to be an issue. Um, as far as, you know, property damage, it would be a good idea to insulate that too. Um, the exhaust fan. The exhaust duct. Or because the it, exhaust duct in. It's going to, it'll discharge that air. I, I think. I think Below the, dew the thing, most likely. Yeah, yeah, it'll discharge down to 38 degrees, I think. Um, is the, the, the temp point where it cuts off there, shuts down the heat pump and says hey you know what we're not we're not really doing a making a big impact here well indoors that i mean if you've got cooling happening that indoor that dew point should be high or should be at that or lower already i'm guessing um but if you've got a relative humidity let's say like 45 percent or so yep so i mean that's kind of in the middle yeah, you could. If, I could see it condensing for sure, like you just said in your example. And uh, uh, again, I, I acknowledge what you said is, you know, if you didn't have air conditioning, this is something you're definitely going to want to consider. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're dry mountain air there. You guys don't really have any. I mean, reliably don't have humidity. No, is that that's a we, stupid way to say that (laughs) it's it's pretty typical your humid your humidity levels are are considerably lower than let's say ours here in the midwest yeah absolutely so so the dew point in your homes is probably pretty darn low even without cooling um and that's a moving target here uh i would caution anybody that's not doing any cooling to just leave that duck run wild in a situation where you're not you know, where you don't have a cooler environment that it's running, put it that yeah. way. I mean, it's yeah. probably going to sweat. It's probably yeah. Gonna sweat. If, 
Yeah, and, and I don't think you're going to have an issue if you're if you're just not ducting it. Let's say you say you're sticking it in that big unfinished basement in the old you know old stone foundation home that's got water in, infiltration and moisture issues already. Yeah. It's not going to be a problem if you don't duct it because no, no. the unit has a condensate drain built into it. It's going to capture anything that it produces. But if you have a cold duct discharging off of it, then you're going to have an issue. Um, you know, in in our case here, I mean, our our humidity fluctuates a lot from day to night. Um, and that's where a lot of our condensation issues, if we're going to have them happen in that twilight sunsets, humidity jumps up quite a bit as it's, as the sun's setting, because okay. we'll get down in the, the low teens for outdoor humidity, relative humidity. I mean, in the summertime, <laughs> which crazy. is, is kind of crazy. Um, we're more humid than that in the winter. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we'll be in the sixties or 60, 70% humidity throughout the evening and you'll get yeah. lots of dew, lots of condensation, you know, and then as soon as it's a hundred degrees again, it's down in the, teen, the teens or I don't know. It's been a long time since I've, I've heard single digits, um, of, for humidity when we get it stuff, that's when stuff is breaking. Like you can hear trees drying up and oh. things like that. It is kind of wild. It's uh, crazy. It's so different here. Like yeah. it's so different. We have. I'm looking at my phone right now. So take it for what it's worth. That these here's, here's your fake, midwestern yeah. weather forecast. Yeah, here's your <laughs> central Minnesota forecast. <laughs> it's a little callback. Um, today the average humidity is 52. percent The dew point is 61 to 65. So and. Like it is just straight up like that's normal. Yeah. That's just super normal. It's not high or anything. We get some pretty nasty levels of, of uh, humidity and dew point. Like we see dew points up in the upper sixties and yeah, you know, mid to upper seventies. That's when like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's pretty gross. And it gets worse the further south you go. Like, it's not, I mean, yeah. it is it it is pretty extreme here in Minnesota, believe it or not, for the humidity. But, yeah, so, like, I, it's just my opinion. Because of those heating months here in Minnesota, this is, like I said earlier, strictly based off of my experience. And, and I'm basing this off of feedback from customers. They don't love the idea of this thing, like, really cooling down the space and if we're in heating mode i get a lot of calls a lot of blowback like why would i want my furnace running or my boiler running to heat my water heater and it it's like well i mean you're not wasting energy you know your boiler isn't necessarily running more because you have a heat pump water heater that's not really how this works but i can see why people would think immediately that you know one is a direct cause of the other um i don't think that we're adding to the load i think you're definitely benefiting from whatever heat that you're creating regardless of yeah. you know whether it's more than you need or not i don't i don't know i just don't want to deal with it but right way. right no i and i and i hear that too and i guess the way i've kind of combated that is is talking with a homeowner and saying hey listen okay so you know yes it's going to cool the room um no, you're probably not going to see it on your gas bill when your furnace is running because it's not to that extent. Um, you know, if you remember back from our last conversation, if we're talking about um, using room air to heat our water through mechanical advantage in our heat pump, we're talking about 4,000 BTUs an hour 
Yeah, that's not right. Fun. I mean, your your ninety six percent efficient furnace is, or eighty percent efficient furnace is not going to notice four thousand BTUs an hour. That's no. that's a that's a um, an irrelevant number um, in terms of that. If we're talking forty thousand, then okay, yeah, we got something to we got something to consider. Do we need to upsize your furnace? You know, at that point, then I'm questioning. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we really doing here? Why are we doing a heat pump water heater? I think we got the wrong wrong uh, end goal in mind here. Right. I agree. So I agree. Well, there you go. Ducked it yeah. or not ducked it. Totally up to you. Uh, I'm ducting them if I can. I am too. I here's 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 one uh, just a small tip. Look at the instructions. There's this piece of paper. It's usually like folded in half, like maybe eight and a half by eleven. It's like looks kind of like a knee pad. Yeah, it looks like a knee pad or a good shim. Yep. Uh, yep. It's it's semi-absorbent, so you could use it to sop up some water if you got a little leaker. Um, <laughs> but uh, open that thing up about midway through. They're going to talk about ducting and ductwork sizing and how many fittings you can use and the maximum length. You can't run this thing up through the attic and out through the roof. Um, probably not going to work out if you got to go clear across the basement with it either. So anyway. Yeah, that's my tip of the day. They're just not made for that. No, not yet. All right, dude. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, Man, here we are. We are awesome. I just yeah. love it when we're so good. <laughs> yeah, don't break your arm there, patting <laughs> yourself on the back. See you, dude. All right, later. <laughs>